When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Instant Match Reaction podcast with myself, Ben Kelly. Joining me is Ross Chanley. Liverpool have just drawn nil-nil away at Everton um, in a cagey, difficult atmosphere at Goodison Park. But it wasn't a great performance, Ross. We were just bad again, really, particularly the second half. Yeah, um, disappointed, frustrated, annoyed, uh, all, all the bad emotions, really. Um, we knew Everton were going to make it difficult. We knew they'd be up for this game. We knew the crowd would be up for this game. Um, there were spells, particularly in the first half, where I thought we were decent. We kind of took control of the game. Uh, we kind of took the sting out of their fans for the first 20 minutes. You know, we were, there was examples of Trent walking over for a, for a throw-in, kind of just trying to slow it down a little bit. And you kind of thought, oh, this is all right. But then, you know, we had some massive chances. And as the game went on, it's just like, it's, it's going to be one of them. For me, effect. I mean, we're, we're going to get into the, the finer details of the performances in the next, you know, over the next 10, 15 minutes. But that is alarming for me. Obviously, Wednesday, we were very good. And, and Watford, Watford just really, weren't really on our level. We got an early goal and we overran them. But if you take it on face value, we played two games in the space, sorry, three games in the space of a week there. Two of them were big away games. It's concerning for me that both of the second halves were awful. Like, yeah. Man United, in, I think Man United was probably worse given the given the injuries and all that last week, you know, and obviously we're not here to talk about that game. But that combined with this, both second half performances in particular when, you know, games were potentially there for the taking. For me, that is a real concern that we didn't have the, didn't have the bite and we didn't have that extra little bit of... I, I can't really think of the word. Just, just. Well, I mean, Gary Neville used it a lot. Maybe it's maybe it is the word composure mm-hmm. to go and just take that extra step and win those two games. I, I'm really disappointed by it. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think composure is definitely one of them. And this is not making excuses at all. I think you've got to take into consideration these eleven other lads on that pitch that mm. want to win that game. They yeah. will bang up for it. Um, <laughs> hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I was really surprised that Gene Van Alden started the game because he looked goosed at, at Watford. Mm. In midweek, and then again today, you know, we came off a bit a little bit earlier than um, than some of the others, and he he, he was knackered. But if you if you're knackered and you you know you go into these games and you're tired, meet the changes. Cater didn't play midweek, which was just really surprised to start. And again, I'm not making excuses. I'm just just trying to, <laughs> trying to decide it's, it's to say the game. I thought I I didn't think Cater was going to play today, mm-hmm. but 
then it baffles me that he didn't play yeah. on Wednesday. I, th- I thought that was the one. When he left him at Man United, yeah, yeah. I assumed that he would just play Wednesday. And obviously, like you say, Wijnaldum's an interesting one because I think the problem that we've... I say the problem that we've got with Wijnaldum, it's a nice problem. The issue that we've got with Wijnaldum is he's practically the first name on the team sheet because mm-hmm. he's that good. So he's, he's, he's an integral part to our midfield. Now, Jordan Henderson hasn't staked his claim quite as much as Wijnaldum I think that's why we see Henderson rotated a little bit more obviously he decided to bring Wijnaldum off today I, I would have I, I don't think I'd have st- I think I would have gone with that midfield three personally yeah. at the beginning um, because it's a hard work midfield three I think I said you know as we were watching the game or just before I think Fabinho is actually you know, on a good day, a lot more creative than people do. Yeah, and and you know, I don't think it was the defensive industrial midfield that people like to paint out because I think that the hard workness of it, you know, to create chances. But for me, Milner Milner was poor when he was brought on. Lalana, I don't really know why Lalana was brought on. It was the substitutions. It was the way Klopp changed the midfield and that and baffled and me more than the actual first and picks. The timings of them as well, yeah. because I was his five was in the studios going. Someone's got to come on in a minute, yeah. and it's like no, it's not. But you happened, expected yeah. the Bobby change, and then I think the Gene one was too late again. Milner was poor, but there was a lot of poor performances in that mm. side. I don't think Trent was great. No, no. Um, Henson second half completely dipped off. Mm-hmm. Marnie wasn't great. Salah, Well, you can you can save them a field as much as much as you like. They, they were creative. We yeah. created a lot of chances in that game. Uh, you know, we got a lot of corners, a lot of free kicks. Uh, I, I don't think we we used them to the best of our ability at times. But Mo Salah needs to take those chances, yeah. um, particularly the first one. But but even even before that, I think he had a touch play to him, and he mm. it, was a, it was an easy pass from Henderson, yeah. and he just yeah, just yeah, hit it yeah. five ten yards in front of him. You're thinking that this, this isn't you. Yeah, what, what are you doing? And that just kind of panned out for the whole game. The, 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 the first chance he took it, an, an extra touch which he didn't need to take, made it easy for Pickford. And to be fair, it was it was a good save. Um, but that one for me, that you know, there's there's two big ones, isn't there? There's the first one in the first half that Pickford saves, and then there's one in the second half that Michael Keane gets a good blocking, um, you know, and they're both similar positions doing all that, right? The first one in particular for me, when you've got no pressure coming from behind and you've got that much time to think about it and sometimes that's where Salah does struggle when he's got too much time to think about what he's doing <laughs> if he's got five people strange, in yeah, a corner yeah, yeah he's fine and, yeah. he's, and he can just instinctively do something that's where Salah thrives but you know in, in, in situations like that where he's got so much time to think about where he's going to put it sometimes sometimes he struggles there but for me that that's the one he's got to be scoring and it's interesting because Salah often look you can't really hide it Salah often doesn't perform in the big games and I think that is down to the way that the top teams, you know, I say the big games against the top six. The top teams tend to, to man mark him. Mm-hmm. Bayern marked him out the game in the Champions League. Man United all. He wasn't marked out today. It, but that's yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. Okay, so worry. Salah, Salah not showing up today yeah. was on him, yeah. and that's a bit more of a concern for me. Uh, yeah, well, there's two sides to it. You know, you can't expect everyone to be at the top of the game every game, but obviously, just putting out three or four games there where he, where he wasn't because of, of other people. It was the simple stuff. That's the worrying thing. It was not like, okay, I can, I can take the chances, but it's like there was a pass to Milner towards the end, and I don't even know whether it was a shot or a pass that he was trying. Yeah. Um, completely wasted the ball. There was other people free in the box. You know, we mentioned fine margins so so, so, so much. Often, yeah. um, and you expect your best players to be the difference makers. Yeah. And well, yeah. It's, yeah, that's okay, again, it's even more important in this season where it is so close at the top. Yeah, um, but again, I think we limited everything to their chances. So, you know, when you get yours, you have to take them. And it, was, it sounds a bit simple. It might be a bit of a lazy argument, but 
you you, you pick anyone out of that team and it's a, for those chances to fall to. You're going Mo Salah, please take him because we know Marnie's not the best finisher. Yeah. He's, he'll score six out of a ten unless he's a back heel, which he's fine with. But Salah, like he's you know he's been accused of being selfish sometimes, and or I'm sorry, he was, and then he started playing for the team a bit more and, and getting other people involved and stuff. For example, use your right foot as well. Yeah. To <laughs> he could have done anything else mm-hmm. apart from he just made it obvious to Pickford where he was going to put the ball, which makes it obviously easier for easier for him. I don't. I don't. I can't even think it's his, his conference thing anymore. I know he's gonna four or five games, maybe. I mean, even six now without scoring. Mm. It's it, yeah. It is. It is. It is a shame. But let's try and talk about something that was good because we both. You know, we had the chat before recording. Mm. Both centre backs were really good today. Um, again, Virgil Van Dijk. Let, let's uh, let's yeah. just. Matic was good, right? But Matic Matic was what he is. Virgil Van Dijk. I, I think thought Matic had another good game. To be honest. No, no, no. He did. He yeah. did. He was. He was okay. really good. But it's really difficult for me to really appreciate Joel Matic having a good game because Virgil Van Dijk's just on another level. Not only to Matic, but I think to pretty much everybody on the pitch. I just think he's outstanding, and I think we. I mentioned downstairs. He's for me at the moment. He's nailed on for Player of the Year because I just think he, he consistently he is the best player in the league. I, 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 th- I genuinely believe that that's the case yeah. now. In terms of you know all in it, pretty much every award you know that is that is gone up for, you know defenders don't really get a look in. But right now, if you if you look at all of the top players in the league from from the front to the front of the pitch to the back of the pitch, there's nobody as consistently as good as Virgil Van Dijk. And I said again downstairs, for me, it's a shame really that c- defenders don't really get in the conversation for the Ballon d'Or because I think I, th- I think he's that good. I, think, I think his performances a lot of the time get overlooked because his standards is are so good, yeah. yeah because his standards are so high and so consistent. I've just done my play ratings then. He won't get won't get a look in or a mention the thing because everyone's got like unfair enough focus on the negatives that yeah. should have won and there's lots of poor performances which which I get. But because he makes everything look so easy and so simple yeah. as well, and so calm and composed, he, he's like, like the ball falls to him. He had it like before. He's back to back to goal. The uh, attacker on his shoulder, yeah. and, he just, and he's yeah. running. He's running towards our byline. He's just going, nah, I'm right. yeah, 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 yeah. Out, yeah. And like, yeah. Well. I think Paul said, "Oh, he's got no right yeah, to do that." Yeah. But, he, but he has got the right to do that because he's so good. Yeah. Um, but again, he makes it look so simple, so easy. The effect that he has on other players, his organisation. You mentioned before when um, Fabinho gave the ball away and he was sloppy. Yeah. It wasn't a case of like. Shouting, just take yeah. and gone absolutely mental. Yeah. It was one shout, a look, and go fucking pack it in right now. I think over the last few games, I've never, I've never really been. I've, I've always tried to stop myself from being um, dragged into the conversation about the captain's armband. Mm-hmm. But I, I think over the last few games, I would now, I'm now sort of in the camp of in the summer, I'd be giving the captain's armband to Virgil because I think he's that good. I think, I think he's the leader on the pitch. Yes, yes and no. Yes, absolutely, because he's the leader. He yeah, does it in performances yeah. as well as well as vocally. Yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah, before, I know, but I, it, it doesn't really matter to Jurgen Klopp. I don't think. But, yeah, I, think but I don't, for think, me, I don't think it's any difference to Virgil Van Dijk either. That's, that's, that's my point. I'm, I know. I think. I know. I think tra- players want to be captain. Uh, yeah, traditionally Liverpool captains are obviously behind yeah. Conte. Go back to Gerrard. Obviously, Carragher had it before that. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Hippier was um, was was immense centre half yeah. and being the captain as well. Um, you know, you can, you can you can go on. I just don't think it make a difference to Van Dijk. It probably, well, mentally it'll give him a boost but I don't think it'll change his performances is no. what I mean so I think he's still carrying on being that top yeah, player yeah, yeah. I think he's still carrying on marshalling the defence um, and like you said I don't, I don't think Jürgen Klopp actually actually cares to be honest I don't think he wants to distract no, the, no. a thing um, 
distract anyone to be honest um, yeah no like, but, he, it's, yeah, but it's again he, everything that he, he did today he just cleaned up um, he gets Carl, in the way of everything Carl, but he? Yeah, but he's, he wins everything I, in the air and he gets in the way of I everything remember, I did a play ratings months ago and said he's, his head's like a tractor beam for the ball mm. because he can put anything in the air mm. and that's what Everton did quite a lot today it was, it was Calvert-Lewin long balls and all day Virgil van Dijk was just eating them up okay when it was targeted at Robertson he had, he had a couple of problems and stuff but it's food. That's food and drink to Van Dijk. You've gone, yeah, go on and fucking put it, put it for forty yards. And it's it's funny because you know I think I think we've got to give a little bit of credit to Everton because I think you know they they really did go for it. The crowd we did, we discussed we discussed many times over not only this season but down the years of how much crowd can make a difference. We saw it in the Man City game. We saw it in the Man United game where you know the atmospheres were against us, and this was another one today. But having said all of that, Everton gave it a go. Again, because of Van Dijk and Matic's performances, they didn't have that many clear-cut chances. No. And I think that speaks volumes on our side. Again, we're just we're just looking solid again at the back yeah. at the moment. Um, and That's the encouraging thing. And one thing you can probably take from this whole season, though it won't feel right to say this right now, but so many years, like, we suffered when our attack's not been great. Mm. We'd just leak goals and we'd lose these games and, you know, we'd be terrible. And we... <sighs> You want to win. You want to win your games. That, that's yeah. obvious. But like, it's just so nice to be able to rely on and not worry. No, at no point was I really worried about that. Maybe they have one or two chances when they, yeah. they played the ball against across the six yard box. Yeah. But, think, but the, the fact that Van Dijk has a, such an influential role on yeah. Matip as well, or whoever he's with at centre half, like Matip, like it's no you, coincidence, is no, it? No, I know. But even like Joe Matip, like people, me and Paul were talking before the before the game starts. You know, with Lovren was fit, would you get Lovren back in? You think no? Matip's on a really good run of form, and like. The stuff that where his weaknesses, like being on the ball, I thought was terrible. And there was times that Joel Matip today was our most creative player. I know, I know. I, I mean, the amount of times, not just in this game, but Watford, um, Bournemouth, and the, and the games before that, making major runs, taking going, going past the midfield and running at the defenders. Mm. Other people weren't doing that. Yeah, no, um, yeah, uh, no, just spot on. Um, I, I think, I think, look, it's it's easy, it's easy to get bugged down after today because obviously going into the game. We wanted to win. We were going in to win. Um, but we are a point off now, point behind City. Mm-hmm. For the first time in a long time, we're not top. Yeah. Um, you know, as in not not top by right. You know, as no City have been top here. recently, yeah. but they've had a game in hand. We had a game in hand, blah, blah, blah. It, look, I think, I might get slaughtered for saying this, but I think given the performance, I don't think, the, I don't think a point was a bad result in the end. Because I think even though they didn't create that many chances... I think we could have easily lost that today, um, given, given the way it was going. And, and actually, second second half, yeah. But yeah. first half, I thought we we were good we, enough. We, to we win, should have yeah. scored in that first half. We had three or four clear cut chances. Two halves. Well, I know, yeah. But <laughs> but they, they uh, there was times where they were dog shit in the first half, and mm. we should have scored. Yeah. Um, and then when Bobby came on, Bobby Bobby created. You know, he was mm. coming deep for balls. He was causing havoc, creating more opportunities. We're getting more people forward. But the amount of time, it wasn't even hard lines. It was poor. Mm. So you know. You get into the right positions, there's people that are free, and then it's a, a poor pass, a poor decision, and it, like we said at the top of the um, the podcast, you know these make, these are the difference makers. Mm. You know, if you want, if you want to, well, it's not even it's nothing to do with the league at this point. This is just the game. If you want to win the game, <laughs> make the right decisions. Yeah, yeah. These are experienced enough footballers, and I don't think it's anything to do with the crowd either. It's just, it just they, you're just off it. Just off it, yeah, but it, again, you said before, it's concerning because it's happened a couple of times and Mel Reddy was on the Sunday Supplement this morning. She said, you know, Watford, um, you know, it's not, for, it's not for the lack of wanting to try and, you know, it's not coming off. Mm. It's just that synergy and stuff isn't there sometimes. I think I might be in criticism for saying, 
you know, we were saying before, putting Kiter in there, we take chopping two midfielders out and putting two two in, is that changing up a little bit too much? That's why it never happened, but you know, we won't be sat here saying this if we won the game. So. Yeah, exactly. So, we've got two games now before the international break, mm-hmm. which you can't help but feel a must win. Well, they are must wins. They well, are Fulham absolutely Burnley, they're full, they're Fulham, Fulham, Burnley at home next week, Fulham away. I think now if we go into the international break and we're still a point behind, that's not the end of the world. But obviously, and anything else from there is a bonus right now. But, you know, for the first time in, in, in months, really, the league's out of our hands and we've just got to hope and pray that, that City somewhere yeah. along the line drop points. I think they will. And I think we'll drop more points between now and the end of the season. But I think we'll... And, and actually, one more point before before we wrap up. I don't think, even though the performances haven't been been great in the, in the Everton and Man United games... If we win the league, if we don't win the league at the end of the season by a couple of points, I don't necessarily think we'll look back on these two games as the games as the, where we lost it. I, I think it'll be the, the West Ham's and the Leicester's and anywhere else down the line. That's just Percy for me. I think overall, in the context of a season, to draw away your local rivals, to, um, to, to, to draw away your biggest rivals in Man United and keep clean sheets in both of those games, even though the performances weren't great, I, I don't. I don't feel like I say. I don't think we'll look back on these games as the ones at the end of the season. Personally, not at the end of the season, but right, right now, right, it's right now, yeah, yeah it's yeah. difficult. And I, I appreciate your, your yeah. half glass full I'm mentality. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm still there. It's again. It's just frustrating that we had opportunities to win the game yeah. and we we didn't take them. And I know. Okay, you could argue we might look back at them at, at the end of the season, but it's getting a little too often. And I think it. it I don't think so much on the, in the players' minds, but definitely in the fans' minds of going, not, well, okay, there will be people that say we've we fucked it now and that'll be the game that, 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 that's happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you said it yourself, people going to, well, City going to drop points, we're going to drop points. It's, it's expected, you know, it's not over yet. It's still a long run. It's still a very good season for, for us. It's just annoying because <laughs> we all want it so badly. And, you know, none of us are any different to those people that say it, it's it's gone. People are just desperate for success. People are desperate to, to go and win it. Um and again, you know, it's the clear-cut chances it is. of going, you know, we could be sat here full of joy, walking tomorrow morning, walking to work tomorrow morning, you know, giving it beans, mm. and still skipping your step, and you're still thinking, we should have won. No, we should have done, but it's not over yet. There are nine games to go. If you are not, like, if, you, if you're if you at boiling point at this point, there is a long way to go. You know, we've got until the 12th of May here where you're still going to be having sleepless nights. Look, today was disappointing, but let us know your... Look, thoughts on the games in the comments below. I think I, I think I know a lot of the vibes that a lot of the comments are going to be giving us in the in the comments. But that's the way it is. There are nine games left, everybody. There are still nine games. That's nearly a, th- a course of a season still to go. I think we've only lost one game. We've as only well. lost one game of football. Let's just keep going. We've got some big games to come. We've got an international break where hopefully we don't pick up any stupid injuries. We've got the Champions League still to come with the buying game. There's, there's loads to look forward to. There's loads to get. Just, just try and enjoy the ride. I know that we keep saying this, and I know that it's really difficult because we're all so stressed out. And we're all so hungry for that success. But look where, look where we are. Look where, look. Just, just try and, just try and keep. I know. I'll, I I'll understand. Probably, I understand. I'll probably be slaughtered for saying stuff like that. Yeah. But that's, that's the way I'm looking at it. That's the way most people have got to look at it. And yeah, I understand people's frustrations, and it's completely fine. So do yeah. I. So yeah. do I. But at the, at the moment. You can't control it. We've got until the twelfth of May to be, to be worried about this. Just try and enjoy <laughs> it's gonna be it. Best a long you can. two months, isn't it? Nine games to go, everybody. Thanks for watching, as always, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.